Sports Day SA, Malcolm Blight and David Wildey. All thanks to Tire Power. Power up sale now on. I get four for three on selected Kumo tyres, your trusted tyre expert. That's Tire Power. Well, what's a year if we don't speak with this next guest uh, at least a couple of times a year, Blighty? Neil Balm, he's done it all. He's Richmond Senior Club Advisor. They won't be playing finals, but um, there's been a couple of big retirements in recent times. There's discussion about Dustin Martin. The the old coach has gone to the Gold Coast. Balmy, how are you? Very well. Very well, thanks. I'm disappointed that uh, we're not in the finals race, but it's a bit of a changing of the guard, so we've got to... Uh, respond to that and uh, get our kids to play and all that sort of stuff. It was it was lovely. I thought we handled the um, uh, the Koch and Rewild thing extremely well. I think, uh, and they deserved it. It was uh, it was lovely. Unfortunately, we got up and won. Thankfully, yeah. <laughs> Jack um, Jack had three attempts in the last five minutes to kick a goal. He only got the one. But just tell us about the two boys. Um, obviously, they're very similar where they've come from in, in games played and and the years they joined in that. But just describe Trent Cotchin and, and Jack Revolt for us, Barmy. Oh, it's, it's been wonderful in its own way because they, they played in the hard times mm. when they were struggling and they sort of really got them a little bit better and a little bit better and a bit better. And they were both terrific players. But it was really wonderful that they were able to be there for the time when they actually uh, they played in three premierships and they were able to say, well, that was all worth it. So, and they were terrific players. Like, even... I mean, Jack particularly this year, he was really done in lots of ways. He's um, physically he was struggling, and but we had no one uh, else, uh, particularly when Tommy Lynch went down. Um, and he was wonderful how he, he competed for us because I mean, even he would tell you that he was a bit his bucket, uh, but he did a great job for us. Really competed, gave us something to kick to, and and Trent's a special bloke too. He um, he kind of. Like just before in the end of sixteen, he kind of changed who he was in a sense by you know you know what footy's like you know you're challenged to be someone you aren't and he finished up thinking about it said this is who I am <laughs> except except who I am except my vulnerability and I'll be there for you I'll do everything for you and he changed a little bit the way he played and the way he did it but he was wonderful for us uh, beautiful player too but. Uh, I uh, know that you, it's hard to replace those 300 game players, but um, that's the way it is. Everyone finishes eventually. Yeah, they certainly do. Now, I, I had a, a saying some many, many years ago after being around the scene for a long time. I thought if you could win one at a as a club, it's a great, it, it's great, great for that club. If you win two, I called them freaks, and if you win three during your era, it's a miracle to win three in any yeah. era. I agree. And I remember Jason Ekermanis after Brisbane won their three shouting out, bloody, we're miracles. You know, it was like, because <laughs> <laughs> I was in the media at the time and living up there. And, I, and it is, isn't it? You, you just realise how hard they are to bloody win. And as I said, one's great, and, and but three, miracle. Oh, it is. I mean, and you look at it, and, and we're sort of like trying to justify our season this year. We don't even make the finals, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And you always come up with the, oh, well, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, we're going to do this, which is the beauty of footy because you're always dealing with what you have rather than what you haven't got. But when you do look back on it and you and those boys were lucky enough to, you know, to be, to carry, carry the trophy three times, it is, it is a wonderful thing. But it does kind of... Although, you know, the best players don't necessarily play in premierships because your team's got to win, not you. But um, these guys certainly deserve it. They're good enough, uh, you know, to be premiership players. But to be that three times is, is wonderful. And, and it's great that it was at 
you know, a great club. Oh, you mightn't think so, but I think it's a great club like <laughs> Richmond. <laughs> yeah, well, yes, we used to play against each other, Neil, in the old days. And I, can I just say, I, I mean, in honouring those two, I, I love Crit. Trent Conchin from the past. In fact, when I went to the Gold Coast, there was a bit of iffy about him. I can't believe it. I loved him. And Jack, we know, was a bit cantankerous early, wasn't he? So to actually... Yeah, de- I, I, and that's yeah. the development, isn't it? That's the maturity of those two lads. Yeah, yeah that's true. I mean, and then from afar, I used to watch Jack and I'd think, oh, he's a bit about him. He's yeah. a bit, yeah, I'm not sure. Cantankerous is a good word. Uh, but in the end, when he really had to, he was there, just there for the club and there for the other players beautifully. It was, a, you know, it was a beautiful maturing of a fellow who actually got the game and got what he was there for. But as you said, from from the very start, Trent was always that way. He was always very much about looking after other people, etc. So no, they, they, they've both got beautiful stories to tell. Yeah, they certainly have. Now, there's a story to be told yet at Richmond this year. I mean, you've got... We'll talk about the game with Port Adelaide on Sunday shortly, but Andrew McWalter, I spent a bit of time with him at the Gold Coast. I played a game of golf with him, and he seemed like a really nice fella. Now, started off okay, and now... It is really funny, isn't it? If you win a couple as a caretaker coach, oh, he's good. Oh, hang on, they've lost a couple. Is he good? It's a really interesting (laughs) dynamic, isn't it? It, it, The dynamic's unbelievable. Yeah. It it is a challenge, and, and... I mean, as you know, if you're in footy clubs, you know that this, it's a big opportunity in a sense when you do change coach because you've got to say, OK, what do we need? Where do we go? What's available? Uh, who, who, who's got the values that we need? Who's got the style that we need? So we'll go through that process. I mean, Andrew's done a really good job of presenting what he's done. I've, I've worked quite closely with him and that I've seen the way he's gone. He understands the game beautifully. He's got a good relationship with the players. He's had to present it. So he's got a good story to tell. Now, whether the club will go that way or not, so I mean, he's got an advantage in a sense, but there'll be some very good applicants, I would think, and we'll go through the process of really looking at it and making the right decision for ourselves. But one way or the other, I'd be very surprised if he, he's not still at Richmond somehow because he's uh, very much a Richmond guy. One guy that's not at Richmond is Damien Hardwick. He lost his appetite to coach there and regained it rather quickly. A couple of weeks later, wanted the coach again. He's landed a pretty good club, I think, Neil, with the with the list structure, if you like, of the Gold Coast Suns, they're, they're cherry ripe. He's got a six year deal, and I wouldn't be surprised if they they do go up in leaps and bounds under under Dimmer. But when when he left, did you think he was burnt out? Like he he just said, "I've had enough." Oh, no, actually, I'm very proud of the fact that our club works the way it does, and he trusts us enough to tell us the truth. Mm. I mean, and you know, we all know it as coaches. You, you don't trust the club all that much sometimes, but he trusts us to say, "Look, I reckon I'm worn out. I think I'm not. My message is not getting across, and I don't quite have the energy to start again. I think I'm probably done." And after that many years, it's probably true because everyone does finish. But it's rare that a coach is able to say that because he normally goes off and we finish up sacking him. <laughs> so I'm really pleased with the way that he handled it, and he did trust us enough. Now, at the time, I'm thinking that footy's much better off with someone like Damien Hardwick coaching, so I was never crook on the fact that he was thinking about coaching somewhere else. It just meant that he'd done his time with us and yep. he'd been there for a yep. bloody long time. So, I mean, I think you've got to be rational nowadays. I think we're much better than we used to be. In the good old days, if you, know, as, um, you guys will remember, if someone left your club, you hope he you know, broke his leg and <laughs> died and <laughs> never did anything again. Yeah. Whereas we're much more likely to... Yeah, you know, he's one of our men. He's a Richmond guy, so we hope he does really well. 
Um, so I, I think we're in a much better place from that point of view. And I'm really excited for nothing yet. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with all that. Yeah, we, we tended to yeah, throw them away a bit quick, didn't we? Now, Neil, at the Richmond Football Club, history says, after three-peats, miracle stuff, it becomes a bit of an arduous task to climb up the ladder again. You've been around the game. <laughs> You've been around the game. Now, it, does, does a Neil Balm, this is a question of without notice, does a Neil Balm stick around at Richmond or does he join another club and get another premiership with another premiership coach somewhere else? Gold Coast, maybe. Yeah, that's uh, what I mean. That's yeah. what I mean. Uh, I'm, a bit, I'm getting a bit older now and I'm, I'm, I'm reasonably keen for Richmond to be my legacy, being the original yeah. club yeah. that I played sure. at. So I'm not, I'm, and I'm 71, as you know, um, yeah. so I, I don't. I don't think I'd uh, do anything differently, but I'm not. I haven't really spoken to Richmond about that recently, so I'm not absolutely sure. So it's not. It's not absolutely firm, but I'm pretty keen to stay there. But it is a challenge. So there's no doubt about that. But I'm. I'm pretty sure we won't go through the pain that we went through last time between 1980 and 2017. Yeah. But, uh, uh, we're in a reasonably good place. I think we recognise where we are and who we are, and we've got a lot of good kids. We need to try, and you're probably going to get a couple of extra players as well, and. You know, Tommy Lynch coming back in is not going to hurt us, I can assure yeah. you. So, uh, well, I think I think we've got a reasonable idea of where we are and what's important and what's not and uh, and how we can drive it. But again, there's some big things to do. We've got to appoint another coach and, you know, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So there's like lots of things we have to do, yeah. If you're a betting man, I don't know whether you are or not, Neil, but does Dusty stay or does Dusty go? Oh, no, he'll stay for sure. Okay. Well, why would he go? Oh, we're just hearing the rumour now that Dimmer's gone to the Gold Coast. He might drag one of his favourite boys up there and to finish, you know, finish career and a bit of sun and a bit better weather than Melbourne, that sort of thing. He can do that later. Oh, it'd be it'd be a great thing for Dimmer. <laughs> Wouldn't yeah. be that good for us. Um, no, I'd be surprised if he, if, uh, if he moved. were to do that. Yeah, he's at the stage now. He's just get, he should just finish at Richmond. I think he will. I, I, there's nothing to suggest that he won't. Apart yeah. from the, the media, <laughs> yeah, I hope he does. It'll be it'll be a great legacy, as yeah. you said, with what you've done there, what Koch has done, what Rewell's done, Brendan Gale, the whole group. I mean, it's it's a great legacy, and I, I hope he stays. Hey, listen, there's there's a little, I'm pretty sure he will. Yeah, yeah. And I hope so. There's a little thing happened here in Adelaide uh, last weekend, Neil, that's caused some consternation around the, <laughs> around, the around the thing. Um, you know, with a goal, was it a goal or was it a point, and all the review and all that. Now. I, you know, people have asked me, and I said, I don't know why we don't review the points because we can lose a grand final in a point. And that's always been my, I think, I think the AFL has, has been asleep at the wheel on this particular subject. I've said it before. I'll say it again. We should review the points and just wait for the kick in. Do you have a view on it? Yeah. I, well, normally I, I, I think we, we put up with, not put up with, we accept the umpire's decision on everything. Yep. We're like pushing them yep. back and holding them yep. down and a lot of those are right and wrong, which is tough to do. And I, my gut feels that we should trust the, the goal umpire. But given that we've got the technology, we've got for something as specific as that, we're mad if we don't use it. Yeah. I mean, I, I got a call um, today from uh, Mark Wasciuto about some minor thing because we're playing over there this weekend. But... Um, I said, well, you're ringing me to, to get my phone so you can use it behind the goals. He thought that was very funny. But, uh, it is madness that we've got there's so much wonderful technology there that they don't, we don't use it. I mean, that's madness. It could be sorted In out, Neil, a couple of ways. You'd have a captain's call that would have sorted out if it'd be Sir Crow's Adam and it was a goal. Or I think Blighty suggests you have the third umpire on the stand that can look at all that vision 
and, and make sure it's right. That. That, that's yeah, what yeah. we should do. Yeah. Absolutely. They've got it. They're looking at it. I mean, they, they were looking at it. They should have said, do whatever they do and say to the golf. I, I don't think it hit the post, mate. Let's have a good look at it. Rather than what we're doing, the press, all the pressure's on the goal umpire. You say to him, do you think you saw it right? Yeah, of course I did. Well, he's going to say that. He saw what he saw, what he saw. Oh, he was definite. Now, he made a mistake. Yeah. Yeah, well, we now though he's made a mistake, and we know he made a mistake, and we knew at the time he made a mistake. It's yeah. not as though you don't, you know, look at it three hours later and say he made a mistake. You're three seconds later. It's, it's madness. It's funny, Barmy, if if that happened, particularly with poor old crows. Poor old crows missed the finals, and they yeah. don't do this. And I mean. What's that worth in dollars? Oh, well, that, well that's exactly right. But we, if that happened in the first goal of the day, there would be no we're near the hoo-ha because you've got plenty yeah, of time to recover. Story. Yeah, But yeah. I, I was actually yeah, having exactly, a conversation yeah. today with some Crow supporters, Neil, and I suggested that I think that this could be the best thing, this sounds funny, maybe the best thing that could happen for the Adelaide Football Club going into season 2024. Oh, what is that? Why? Oh, because they've probably, got the best story. Well. They've yeah. got the best story yeah. to tell for every sponsor, every fan, anyone involved in the Crows now. They've got a wonderful... Yeah. What about this? We're we are enough. going to be... Yeah. We're good enough. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I reckon it's oh, a great story. Yeah, I, don't dis- I don't disagree. But yeah. that's typical of footy. You're a footy thinker. You're always, what's next? Yeah, that's right, <laughs> Let's yeah. take advantage of the bad shit that happened. I knew he swore on radio. Yeah, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it. just, no, it's just, it was a small hit. Yeah. yeah just a small, small <laughs> hit. Hey, Neil, talking about uh, going forward in football, if if I've seen some commentary, I think Brendan Gale, I, I, I think a few weeks ago, look, you know, when uh, Dimmer said he was going, that... Maybe, maybe we'll look for a young coach. You know, you have a look at an Adams, Kingley, Craig McRae, or do you go a Ross Lyon and a Michael Voss that have done it before? It's going to be an interesting call for the club, isn't it? Which way do you go? Do you go oh, through it's, another it's, demo? It's, it's, yeah, it's genuinely a challenge, and particularly when you you know you see there's such, such quality around, but you're never quite sure how they how they coach. You know what they like as people, but mm. uh, you're not quite sure. That's why the process has got to be very strong. Find out what they think, why they think it, what are their values, etc., etc., etc. So that, that's the opportunity we've got us to go through that process, and we can hopefully come up with the with the right answer. Are you? On I, a... I don't think specifically we want an old one or a new, new one. one or okay. Whatever. We're just going to say what, what, one. what's out there, and let's just see. Yeah. Uh, Neil, I haven't picked it up. Are you on the committee to actually look at that, or the group to to actually uh, go actually, through? Actually, uh, no, I'm not. Uh, I'm not for a, a million reasons, but I certainly have. Uh, the opportunity to give to have my opinion. Okay, yeah. No, no I get that. Yeah. If you know me well enough. Yeah, you know yeah of course. That, that yeah, of course. Hey, Neil, yeah. just in closing, you got Port Adelaide this week, last game of the year. Yeah, the two big boys are gone. Do you, do you blood a couple of kids or do you, you pick your best team, you try and win? How does it work on the on the last, final game? Uh, a bit of both, but I, I think we should pick the kids and I, you know, because that's our challenge is we've got to give them the opportunity to show whether they can and and I went to a, a match committee meeting this morning and the, and the coach, coaches were all thinking the same way. So I'm hoping that's what we do. But uh, I, I, I'd uh, probably be even more aggressive than they're thinking. But, um, you know, that, that's inevitably going to happen next year anyway. So we're going to need to play the kids and we need to find out whether they're any good. Yep. We yeah. think some of them are pretty bloody good. So um, let's just see what we can do. And we haven't really been able to give them as much an opportunity this year as we would have liked in a way because every week was... 
you're fighting for your trying lives to make, and yeah. you're probably a bit, bit, a bit conservative in your picking. But um, no, I, I think we will play a couple of kids. It'll be quite exciting, I think. And the last one, uh, you've seen all the teams uh, probably a couple of times. So who do you think's the best team going around at the moment? It looked like it was two or three horse race. Now it looks like five. But who's impressed you the most from the opposition? Oh, it, uh, I've never, I haven't picked a winner all year, I don't think. <laughs> Nor have we. So much, but I, I watched Brisbane on the weekend. I thought they were outstanding. Um, I watched Melbourne a few weeks ago, and I thought they'd played as well as anyone had played. Um, but that varies week to week. Collingwood have, were fantastic in the first half of the season. Now they're battling a bit. Um, Port have been up and down a bit. I, I think it's nearly impossible to pick. I think it'll just be... Yeah. Uh, getting it right and uh, having a decent crack at it because you, you know even you see um, you know Essendon get beaten by twenty goals it's madness and yeah. then you see oh, uh, the yeah. West Coast knock off uh, the Bulldogs, Bulldogs. And it's not this the margins like if you're just a one or two percent off you're you're a dead duck nowadays mm. it wasn't quite that way in the old old days so you just got to get it right but. No, I, I must admit I, was, uh, I wasn't that impressed with Brisbane for a while and all of a sudden I saw them on the weekend and I thought they played as well as anyone. But yeah. I think it, it's very hard to predict, I think. You get back to your mates, tell them it's their boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, certainly, I know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Barmy. Appreciate Good, it. Yeah. Good on you. Thanks, David. Thanks, Malcolm. Well done, Neil Barm there. Always great to talk to.